Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be fear of getting hurt. Well, I've actually got an email from a female viewer today who was dating a guy for I think it was about three months. She got dumped, friend zoned, but he's still in contact with her. She's not interested in being friends, but the guy is still contacting her. So she wants to know how to handle things so it stays in a romantic sense when they actually get together and interact versus going strictly to the platonic side of things. So I have a quote that I wrote on this particular topic because it looks like from what she shared, this guy's a little bit of a Fruit Loop, an emotional Fruit Loop himself. And whether you're a man or a woman, if you're going to date and you date enough people, you're going to encounter people that are like this. And there's lots of really great, beautiful, attractive people out there that you have a lot of chemistry with, a lot of fun with, but you're a little bit further ahead in life than they are. And so they can be hot and cold and it can be very difficult, especially when you get emotionally wrapped up in the relationship with them before you realize there's a side of them that's like really jacked up and not fun to deal with. Because remember, people can hide who they are, who they really are for about the first 90 days of a relationship. And then it comes out. They can't really hide anymore because they spend so much time around you and you spend so much time together that they're comfortable and they just – so it's like who, who you get to see what they're really like after a certain period of time. Like I said, about 90 days and then the truth comes out. That's why you, you want to keep your wits about you. You want to objectively look at what they're doing, not what they're saying because remember, people are on their best behavior in the beginning. So they're going to say usually what you want to hear. So the quote says, people who are fearful, scared of success or failure and who allow their fears to hijack them emotionally to the point that they can run away from their dreams and dream lovers can be extremely erratic, hot and cold to date. Many people spend their lives running away from their problems because they perceive them to be insurmountable, unfixable, emotionally too uncomfortable to deal with or hopeless to solve due to a total lack of faith in and belief in themselves. They in essence resist what they really need to deal with. Therefore, it persists and they become a prisoner to their limiting beliefs. This keeps them stagnant, not growing and not advancing towards the people, things and circumstances that they want for their lives. When you encounter people who behave this way, love them, encourage them to be better versions of themselves, but give them the space to make the right choices on their own. However, it's not your job to fix or save them. If they are unwilling to participate in their own rescue or help themselves, it's better that you let them go so you can find people who can lift you up instead of dragging you down. And unfortunately, in a lot of situations you get into, things will be sailing along great and that other person can't deal with it, especially if they're not comfortable, like when they really start to develop strong feelings. I've dated a couple of women that were like this in my life. Things would be sailing along great and all of a sudden they just disappear and they back away and, and it hurts. It's, it's emotional like having somebody rip your fucking heart out. And so after you've been through that a few times, that's the kind of shit you don't forget. And so the idea is to learn to spot that kind of behavior and listen to the things that the other person says when you first start dating them because when you go through painful experiences those are usually your greatest teachers because it's so emotionally unpleasant to be with them or to date them because of how they behave next time you're you get involved with somebody after you've been through that before you see that and you remember how that movie ends so to speak you've seen it before 
So you know just to say, oh, I've been down that road. I'm going to pass. Thanks for the memories, but no thanks. So she says, hi, Coach Corey. First of all, I would like to thank you for the invaluable life coaching advice you have to offer on your site as well as YouTube. I'm a female and I have been watching your videos both on your site and on YouTube for a while now. The advice you offer to your clients makes a lot of sense and resonates well with me compared to other life coaches I have been following recently. Well, thank you for the compliment. But at the end of the day, I teach things that work. And most of the stuff that I've teached, I've learned the hard way and I've paid a lot of pain, paid a lot of pain, experienced a lot of pain to learn the things that I learn and I share. It's, I love it when I see somebody that's maybe a lot younger than me that's applying these things and being able to take the wisdom that took me my whole life to gain to use it and have really great experiences at a young age. When I was their age, I was still totally fucking up. It makes it worthwhile when you go through those difficult things. It's because any of your trials in life, the things you really struggle with, those are usually the richest learning experiences, the richest growing experiences. And One of our six essential human needs is growth. So the more we can meet our need for growth, personal growth and improvement, the more we're going to feel like we're making progress in life and the more we're going to feel like we really enjoy our lives. Because the higher the needs are, the the two highest needs that we have as human beings are growth and then contribution. And when you focus on contribution, it fulfills all the other needs for certainty, variety, significance, love and connection. When you focus on contributing to other people, through your life's work, through a product or through a service, that's when you feel most alive because you're pushing all those hot buttons. It's the same thing in a relationship. When you're contributing value to other person's life and doing things that make them happy and that contribute to their happiness, you feel significant. You feel important. You feel love and connection with that person. You feel certainty. And since you're dealing with other people, you get a lot of variety as well. So you fulfill all those human needs. So the higher your needs are when you focus on those higher needs of growth, spiritual growth, personal growth and contribution and contributing to other people's lives in a meaningful way through your relationships, you're going to feel like you're doing what you were put on this earth to do. I know most of your advice is focused on men but I have a little question that I wanted to get your opinion on. Well, about 90% of my clients are men, about 10% are women. That's what the numbers work out to be. I was in a three-month, no-label relationship, and the guy recently called it off. So basically, I'm the dumpy here, lol. Well, it's definitely better to be the dumper than the dumpy. He said he doesn't want to lose me. Also, the reason he didn't date me or make me his girlfriend is because he felt He says he felt that he fell hard for me and fast and was afraid to start something serious out of the fear of getting hurt. Yeah, that's that's definitely not something you want to hear from somebody that you're dating because they're basically saying, hey, I'm really fucked up and I know you're going to probably – as soon as you really get to know me, you're going to probably dump me anyways. So that's why I'm pulling the ripcord and getting the fuck out now because I really like you a lot and the thought of you breaking my heart, well, it scares the shit out of me. So I'm just going to end it right now because as soon as you really get to know me, you're not going to like what you see. So I need to get the fuck out of here because this is what always happens in my relationships. And they really want to be with that person but they're afraid. They're run by their fears. What you fear, you attract and what you look at disappears. And what this guy really should be doing is facing his fears which is spending time with you even though it terrifies him. But on the flip side, these are the kinds of things that he discusses when he's with somebody that he really likes. So at the end of the day, 
he's full of fear. He's sharing what he's afraid of. And you tell us something like this to a woman that basically says, hey, I'm a fucking pathetic, weak bitch and you're going to probably dump me anyways. Over time, the longer a woman dates a guy like that, originally at some point she's going to say, you know what? You're right. You're really not that desirable. And her attraction level is going to continue to drop to the point where she rejects him. And then it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because he acts in a way he's always holding back and he's constantly communicating, I'm weak, I'm broken, I'm not good enough, you're too good for me, your highness. And so some women will put up with the back and forth for a little bit but after a while it just – it gets – turns into a total turnoff. Plus I'm leaving the city in the next few months to continue my studies so he didn't want to start off something that had a time restraint on it. By the way, these are things he said himself, not my assumptions, lol. He also said that he – I mean it's also understandable that you're actually moving away. So you're going to be in a long-distance relationship. But at the end of the day, if two people really care about each other, they really love one another and they really want to stay together, both of them want to continue dating, then you can make it work. I had a relationship many years ago, great girl. I'm still friends to this day. But she was going back to school to be a doctor. So we're like in five, six years. She was in another country. And I just thought about the logistics of it. It's like she's awesome, great girl. But I don't want to do a long-distance thing for the next six or seven years of my life and that's why I told her that I wanted to date other people. It's just – that was my personal choice because with the, the course load that she was going to have, I might be able to spend one or two weeks a year with her. It's like I don't want to go from literally living with somebody to not only seeing them one or two weeks a year and plus I don't want to keep flying over the UK all the time. I mean it's a nice place to visit but I don't want to spend that much time over there. But at, at the end of the day, I made the choice that was best for me. So she says <clears> – she continues on. He also said that he'd like to remain friends and joked about how we could perhaps do a friends of benefits kind of thing. I'm not sure if he was serious about it. Well, there's a lot of truth in Jess. So the fact that he brought it up – in other words, what he's saying is I don't want you out of my life. I want to continue seeing you romantically but the relationship thing, I'm going to probably get hurt anyways but I don't want to let you go completely. So he really doesn't even have the balls to come right out and say what he wants, which obviously is not making himself look attractive and confident and certain of himself. It's not very masculine. He's like a big floppy cock. I smiled and let it pass as a joke. For reference, we're both in our late 20s, the same age. Now the situation is that at the time, since I was already upset and torn by the whole breakup, emotions, duh. Well, you are a woman after all. I didn't say anything to him about wanting to be friends with me. After the breakup, I have taken about a week off, no contact, to process the whole situation, to think rationally and to know what I want. You're taking time to be present with your feelings and see how you feel about the whole thing. Totally understandable. After doing extensive research online and watching your videos on various relationships slash breakup scenarios. I've decided that I don't want to be friend-zoned by this guy because we never started off as such and genuinely I'm not interested in being friends only with him. However, if he wants something intimate or romantic, he can reach out to me. That's the right response whether you're a man or a woman. Just like I talk about in Seven Principles Getting an X Back. If somebody pushes you away unilaterally, they push you out of their life, well, they've got to be the ones to pull you back into their life. 
So they're the ones that tossed you aside like you don't mean anything and therefore when you love yourself and you value yourself, you're not going to run after somebody who doesn't see your value or doesn't treat you as if you have any value. Therefore, you'll let them go because you love and you value yourself so much. You're going to keep moving and circling because you know it's just a matter of time before you meet somebody really awesome. I want to be able to walk away and stand my ground as you have always advised your clients. I told you I like your advice better. Why well, I am the best at what I do because what I teach works. Look at the reviews on Amazon. They speak for themselves. Look at all the comments and all the likes that my videos get. He's, she says, the only thing I am confused about is I have not contacted him in about a week during which time he texted me twice in the first couple of days but I didn't text back. Well, you fucked up there. You, should, you never should ignore the other person. So he's reaching out and his reaching out, I would just simply say to him, Hey, great to hear from you. I've thought about everything we discussed and I'm not interested in just being friends. We can try the friends with benefits but my interest in you is strictly romantic. I can't just do a platonic only type of relationship. If you want to see other people, great, good for you. I'll see other people. I am moving away and I understand but as long as I'm in town, I'd love to get together with you. So when are you free? And have, invite them over to your place. Make them come over and make your fucking dinner. Tell them to bring some wine. Wine you, dine you, make you dinner in your own house and then make mad passionate love to you. If he wants to stay the night, great. If he wants to leave, great. Be totally unattached either way. Be happy. To, it's, you got to love in such a way that the person you love feels free and that allows him the freedom to come and go, kind of come and go as he pleases. But a guy who's got his shit together, who has a lot of self-confidence and a healthy self-esteem is not going to be saying the kinds of things that this dude is and you should pay attention to that. It's like remember what Maya Angelou said. When somebody tells you who they are, believe them. His last text was on July 31st at 1.30 a.m. So I'm not sure if I should just call him myself or wait for him to call me or contact me. I'm not sure if he'd do that and I would tell him what I thought about it and I'm not interested in being friends only with him. I know this is a very little thing but I'm not sure how to go about it. I really appreciate any leads in this regard. We'll definitely review seven principles to get an ex back. What I would do is give it a week or so. I mean obviously at this point when you first probably sent this in, it's probably been a few weeks since I got this email and put it in the rotation and filmed it and all those things. So it's okay in this particular case to wait a week or two if you need time to figure out if you want to hang out in a friends with benefits type of relationship and just basically be fuck buddies until you leave town. And then you, you can call him or text him a week or so later and say, hey, I needed to take some time. Sorry I haven't gotten back to you. But I definitely would love to see you but only romantically. I'm not interested in being in a platonic relationship with you. We don't have to be committed or anything but I do miss you. I miss your body. I, make, I miss making love to you and if you're up for it, I'd love it if you grab some wine, come on over and make me some dinner and Let's catch up and have a great evening and make love afterwards. That's all, all you really have to say is send him something along those lines and if he really means that, he'll make a date and he'll make him come to you. He, I mean he kicked you to the curb like you're nothing so make him come to your place. Why should you go out of your way? Why should you get all dressed up to go out? I mean you can get dressed up and look nice and in your own place or I mean if unless you want him to, to take you out somewhere and but something like this, it's it's nice to have an intimate evening because you don't want to be discussing these kinds of things in a fucking restaurant when there's people around you. You can do it in the privacy and the intimacy of your own home. Hang out and have fun and hook up. That's what I would do if I were you. 
So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.